Hi guys, welcome to another episode of E-Junkies. I'm Brian and today we are at Maha Kok. So this is a Mexican-Indian fusion cafe and they sell the world's first Tose tacos. It is opened by local rapper Young Raja and we're going to catch up with him over brunch. Let's go! Okay, here's your... Thank you. Guac. Tose taco. I got myself the um, crispy chicken with a yogurt mint sauce. F&B has been an area of interest for a long time. Like, uh, and I've always been passionate about my mom's cookings. Because my mom has been making these very authentic traditional dishes from the time I was a little boy. And one of the dishes were, uh, is toses. Mm. And the difference is, she makes the tose batter from scratch. That's not very common, like not many people do that because you can buy the ready-made batter and just, right. just make it, it's like so much easier, right. right? But my mom uses this stone grinder, puts rice and lentils and literally grinds it from scratch. When Chen had it, it was the first time he has had like homemade tose. But he had it, he was so intrigued by it. I was telling him, oh yeah bro, this homemade, my mom uses this technique. And he looked it up on Google and found out that the technique is, is, is an ancient technique. We found out that toses are gluten-free and it's like just healthy and we, we love healthy food. I don't know where it came from, but I just said, yo, let's let's try tose tacos. And he was like, whoa, we should do that. Okay. We should try that. So we started R&Ding. It dawned on us pretty quickly that we might have something really special here. You know, what you have here is guac. I, I love guac. Who knew guac and tose taste this nice together? Okay. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, fits so nicely, almost to the point where it looks like, it feels like it's meant to be served together. But it's not. It's totally not. Bro, you gotta try this, man. Okay, I will try, try it. it now. Yes. Just get in. Mmm. Oh. Wow. Wasn't quite sure how to feel, because normally guac is not really my kind of thing. Mm. But, man. Like, creates a different kind of uh, experience. Correct. This one. Yeah, I have my eye on that for my because I have a sweet tooth. This is a tose taco with peanut butter, Nutella, and a scoop of coconut ice cream on the side. Try it, man. Okay, I'm sure bro. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. It's just a matter of time before people come and taste this and they're gonna be like, what in the world is going on here? There is one quote I want to ask you about. Mm. So in an article with Pop Spoken, mm. you said that fashion to you or you're using it to subvert gender expectations. Mm -hmm. There was a quote you said, I don't give a but what you think I should be like as a straight masculine man. Yeah. Especially with hip hop, you know, mm. where it's very hyper-masculine. Mm -hmm. You are there in fashion trying to challenge these expectations yeah. or I guess stereotypes and norms. How is that going for you? It's actually freeing. Freedom that you feel from not being shackled down by what people might think. You know what I mean? Because if my mom can sit next to me and cheer me on when I paint my nails. Right. Why would I why would I care about what anybody has to say? Like not being a rebel or anything. My my philosophy is simple. My parents are supportive. They love and support me in whatever it is that I do based off my passion or my interest or my liking. They've always never been a hindrance. You know, I come from a culture where pursuing music or hip hop is is just not common at all. So this kind of upbringing has has allowed me to always just not, not necessarily think out of the box, but just be myself. Okay. And as I grow older, I realise how uncommon that is. Like, everybody's kind of trying to navigate societal norms, 
you know, traditions and cultural norms, the kind of parenting framework that, okay. that I experienced growing up didn't need me to pander to those things. Music's still gonna be a main focus. Music fuels me and music will forever hold a special place in my heart and I can't bear to stop doing that. I can't deny the fact that all of the wonderful things in my life that I enjoy so much right now was only possible because of music. So I can't do disservice to that. Yeah. I just need to make sure that I uh, don't move too far from the very thing that enabled all of these wonderful things that I would never want to take for granted, you know? Okay. Does the future have Jimmy Fallon in it? I, I, I swear to God, like, this, we don't, nobody knew how that happened. Yeah. Like, it was, you know? That's why I talked about manifesting, man, because you, I think, I think all of these exciting moments in my career mm. is just a manifestation of the energy that I'm constantly trying to put out into this world. Mm. My mom always tells me, you get the kind of energy you put out. You know, that's the only rational explanation that I have to how Jimmy Fallon could have happened. He replied to your tweet? He did. He follows me on Twitter. Yeah, he replied to my DM. Oh, okay. And he said, uh, we, some, something along the lines of, we enjoyed the song, we played it out uh, towards the break or something. Yeah. We're such a small country, we're from Southeast Asia. Right. This, for us to get noticed on a, on a level like that is just right. something that now makes us question what else can be possible, you know? I am so blessed because I've had the opportunity to be surrounded by original thinkers. You know, shout out to Flight School, Shoria, Faris, Jabba, like they were never afraid of dreaming big. And these guys were my teammates and we were able to build something together that eventually gave us a career, a full-time career here. But it can all be very challenging. It can all be very, you know, uncertain Correct. at times. Correct, yeah. So for, for, the, the only way for you to push past all that is push past the, the, the moments of pain, the moments of struggle, is if you are willing to dream big enough and if, if your ambition is big enough. And you can't do that alone, you gotta share that. Right. All my guys that I started this journey with, they were all willing to suffer for it. They were all willing to be hungry for it. Right. You know, I, I, I had years of being a hungry musician before I could support myself and my family. Right. At least two to three years of just right. constantly just taking the bus, first bus back home after having a 12-hour session at, at Zeke's house, not having enough money to take the taxi or like... Oh, there was one time where I took the bicycle from Zeke's house at Tiong Bahru, bicycle all the way to Little India. I had nothing. I had negative $2 in my account. You know what I mean? Like, young, couple of young boys who have nothing to lose but everything to give, you know? And we weren't able to, we wouldn't have been able to do that if we didn't have the team that was also um, daring to dream big enough, to have ambitions big enough for us to be here as full-time artists, me rapping in Tanglish. You have a Dark Point project, but you're alive. Yeah. What can you tell me about, about that project then? This is the first live performance in a while, like okay. over, over a year and a half. So Majula Live is something that we're doing uh, in March and uh, I'm so excited to be on stage with a lot of my, my friends. Yeah. And it's at Marina Bay Sands, so that's an exciting venue. It's a huge it's a venue, yeah. Huge venue. Okay. Um, what can I say, man? I'm counting down. <laughs> Can't wait to put on a show for, for the folks. And last question, any new music that's coming up from you? <laughs> That's something that I can't talk much about. But just know that I'm always making new music, so. <laughs> What's up fam? I'm Young Raja. You're now at my brand new cafe, The Mahako. It's an Indian-Mexican fusion restaurant where we sell the world's first dosa tacos. So if you're around the area, come check it out. Peace. 
So that's it for this week's episode of E Junkies. Uh, I just had a very long conversation with Young Raja, and he is very inspired and he's very daring. He chases his dreams and he's not afraid to fail. I think that's a trait that is quite unseen in a very pragmatic society like Singapore, so I'm quite impressed. Anyway, if you guys are in the area, you remember to swing by his cafe. Uh, he says he's in here a couple times a week, so I hope you guys have a chance to meet him and chat with him. I'll see you guys next time on E Junkies. Bye!